This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, a toy bear, a bad dad, you have not lived, enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we watch every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology television show, Tales from the Dark Side, and report it back to you. I am Matt Noss, joined by Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. How is everybody doing tonight? Uh, you know, I think we've been better because George Romero died this week. Yeah, yeah. 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 George Andrew Romero. A, uh, a, a, I, a, when did you guys find out? Did you find out the same time that I did? Yes. Yeah, because when when I found out, like, I was I was not happy about it at all. I yeah. was very very upset about it. Um, I well I got the the Twitter from uh you you sent it who one of you sent it to uh, the group. Well, yeah, I sent it to the group. Well, I got a tweet from Steve Barman, and he was saying. Um, that we need to reevaluate. Um, it wasn't trick or treat. It's the other one. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween candy. Andy. Uh, now that Romero has uh, passed. And I was like, what? Romero's passed? And then I texted you guys immediately. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 no. no. Stop the episode from going out where we criticize <laughs> Romero. Stop the tapes. Stop the I'm in the process of re-editing all the old episodes yeah. <laughs> to take out any, any, any reference. Oh, man, this great episode. <laughs> oh, man, Romero totally knew what he was doing. <laughs> uh, but here's to, here is to George A. Romero, who gave us so many wonderful times, so much wonderful stuff mm-hmm. uh, in our childhood and our adult years. And he gave us this crazy ass show gave us this crazy ass show brought us together uh nice nice work george romero wherever you may be oh he's coming back baby yeah he's just biding his time look if anybody's coming back as a zombie it's It's george George romero Romero. though we can rest we can rest easy knowing that he hated fast zombies so out of principle he would just shamble towards us that's because he's classy he is classy also though he was like six foot four or something he's really big dude Really long reach. Mm-hmm. We would we would do well to stay out of his reach. All right. Oh, once he got us in those in those great big arms, yeah. he'd be in those mandibles in a second. He would be yeah. noting us to death. <laughs> he he club us with his big glasses. I have some notes. <laughs> you take too long to get to the meat of the episode. You agree a lot. <laughs> Where's the tension? <laughs> Rose laughs too much. <laughs> also, they're coming for you, Barbara. Uh, this episode that we watched today. Yes. Uh, Ursa Minor. Yes, Ursa Minor. Uh, what did you guys think it was about? So every episode, we do take a guess as to what we think the episode is about based on title alone. That's so brave of us. <laughs> we are we are conquerors of the unknown. Yeah. I wrote... 
the stars are the cause of earthquakes. The little dipper is to blame. <laughs> Real, good. You know what? When I was writing mine down, I honestly I was I was struggling to find things to come up with, and I thought maybe it's about a, a cursed little bear. <laughs> and then I was like, no, no. So I wrote an astronaut and a cursed constellation have to fight a bear. <laughs> Hold it. That's really what you wrote? An astronaut and a cursed constellation have to fight a bear. Wow. <laughs> Wait, did you know Ursa Minor was a bear? Did you know that it was yeah. like Oh, okay. I didn't I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Ursa astrology. Ursa is Latin for bear. Oh, all right. Well, I I don't use it much in everyday speak. What is the what's the big dipper? That's Ursa Major. So, okay, so that's where I so got So wait, con- is it a bear or is it a dipper? Well, they're the same constellation. So wait, sometimes they're dippers and sometimes they're bears? We dum-dums in North America are yeah. like, nah. well, I mean, when you look at when you look at Pegasus, I mean, it's not a fucking Pegasus, it's just a bunch of random stars, but, you know, I mean, so those people it, drank a lot of wine. <laughs> so is it is it supposed to mean that you could like lay over the image of a bear or lay over like the image of a dipper and so it's just like two things that it could be? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're back on dipper talk. <laughs> Matt Rose has given me the look that says, I'm tired of talking to this child. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's just I like I you know, every every different culture had like a different name for the constellations, right? So, yeah. you know, uh, one group called it, you know, the bear, the big bear or whatever. And another called it, I don't know, Clyde. I mean, it, it, you know, it doesn't matter what people called it because it's the same constellation. Mm. Um, that is my explanation. And I just really wanted to see an astronaut and a cursed constellation fight a bear to the death. <laughs> that would be great. I, I kept thinking of that movie with Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin where they have to fight that bear. Oh, the wild? I thought it was the the, the, the wild or Wait, the gray or, or great outdoors. I forget which one it was. Anthony Hopkins and who? Alec Baldwin. Okay. They, they're they're like on a business trip or whatever and like they hate each other and like the one guy I think is sleeping with the other's wife or whatever and they, they end up having to fight a grizz and it just... Doesn't work out for for one of them at least. Was it Glenn Gary, Glenn Psycho? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I'm out. I thought this episode was an underage astrologist gets more than an eyeful when a meteor lands on Earth. <laughs> okay. The Edge is the name. It of was that the Edge. Okay. All right. Living on the Edge. <laughs> is that what that song was about? Yes, yes. that's exactly Great. what it okay. was about. Perfect. You can't help yourself but falling. Into a bear's arms. <laughs> <laughs> Living on the what this episode really was about. Uh, well, first of all, folks, it was season two, episode 10. It aired December 1st, 1985. Richard and Joan's birthday gift for their daughter Susie is a large stuffed teddy bear. Or is it? <gasps> what? This episode was directed and written by Theodore Gershony, uh, a.k.a. Ted Gershony. We've seen old Ted a bunch. Old, I was going to say the name looked familiar. Yeah. Old Gershy Gershony? Old, old uh, Gershwin here. 
Old Ted Gershwin, he did uh, Ring Around the Rosie. Nope, Ring Around the Redhead. He did uh, a couple others. So that he did. It was, so why was there no sax in this? Because we had the flute. There was Zamfir. Ah, uh, well. He yeah. he lost his sax card. I I really would have loved if this episode was done a lot more in like a noir type theme mm-hmm. and had sax throughout. I think that that would have made this episode. Even more confusing. Do you think there's like an original cut of this episode that is just laden with saxophone? And they're I like, hope, we if cannot not, do this again. If there's if there's not, we need to make it. Is what happened. <laughs> I would love. I would have loved an original take with nothing but heavy noir overtones that that don't fit in. Like the little girl's like, Teddy did it. Teddy's got these legs that go all the way up. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. You'll never catch me, Ma. Oh, nuts to this. <laughs> yeah, I'm smoking. <laughs> yeah, I'm smoking and drinking a martini. What of it, Mom? I'm seven. <laughs> Going to play some shtickball. We did not get that, unfortunately. Uh, we did get Marilyn Jones as Joan, so she could remember her character's name. <laughs> it sounded similar to her own name. So it's like when Tony Danza ever got cast in anything, they were like, just call him Tony, otherwise yeah. he doesn't know. It, it <laughs> he literally only responds was, to Tony. It literally was Mr. Thompson. Yeah. This <laughs> is pan flute. This is just some tribal flute music. I mean, does this not this sound like... This is pretty like, similar, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we had uh, Tip Boy. <laughs> Timothy Carhart playing Richard. Jamie O'Hara as Susie. Malachi McCourt as Dr. Stillman. Oh, I cannot wait to talk yeah. about Dr. Stillman. So, uh, Did you write down what he looks like? Oh, shit. I should write that down. Okay, you write, should write, write down, that down what you think right he now because like. I'll talk about who else. Uh, so, Marilyn Jones was Joan. Uh, she was uh, raised in Gross Point. Oh, no way. Yeah, she's one of our, uh, she's a local homegirl made good. Um, what else did she do? Nothing, just this episode. <laughs> uh, she was in I Desire, I, comma, Desire, and Perry oh, Mason, The Case of the Silent s- Singer, not Strangler. She was in three different episodes of Murder, She Wrote, playing three different characters. Oh, man. She was in Matlock, the episode Mr. Awesome. She was in Quantum Leap. She so was, she had steady work in the Yeah, 80s. so she was yeah. a steady TV actress. Um, let's see, Timothy Carhart, who we all thought looked familiar. He was, it says he was in Ghostbusters. Oh, he was the violinist in Ghostbusters. Holy crap, yes he was. Yeah, okay. He was the the violis, violinist in Ghostbusters. He was in uh, Thelma and Louise. He was in The Hunt for Red October. He was in Witness. So, yeah, so he was working through the, uh, the 80s, 90s. I cannot Witnessed. believe that we did not get... A Ghostbusters that, reference. That, that he was the, the violinist who, he, like... It's the scene where Peter is in, like kind of a, a square or whatever. And he's yes. skipping on that one. Yeah, and he's, yeah, and he's yeah. doing like the duck walk and whatever. And, and uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So in love with him. This was the only film role that uh, Jamie Ohar had, according to IMDb. Is that the little girl? Yeah, she was little Susie. Uh, and the doctor was played by Malachi McCourt. Uh, Malachi McCourt... Uh, is the brother of Frank McCourt, who wrote Angela's Ashes. Holy crap! Yeah. Pretty uh, crazy. Here is his bio. I was born in a shitty Irish dump. Just about. <laughs> Malachi McCourt was born in Brooklyn, New York, and raised in Limerick, Ireland. He managed to fail every subject in school except English and recess. In 1952, <laughs> he came to America and worked as a longshoreman, dishwasher, and laborer. Soon after, he became an actor, then established the first singles bar in America. <laughs> then began a tumultuous radio career in 1970 on WNYC, WMCA, and WBAI. They said he was outrageous and opinionated and a disgrace to the Irish, which was quite true. Aside from some temporary stints on WABC, WOR, and WNYC, he has not been asked to do a regular show since he got fired in 1976, which celebrated the 200th anniversary of free speech in America. Uh, and it goes on for a while. <laughs> so yeah, thought that uh, that dude was uh, was interesting. Um, do you guys know where Man lives? Um, I was just gonna say I think he lives in a sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. Uh, yeah, but there is unseen by most an underworld. It's is it just as real, but not, not as, as brightly, brightly lit. lit. Yeah. Oh, it's a dark, dark side. It's a dark side. It's right. a dark side. Got you. I'm glad that okay. didn't change. No. <laughs> I was worried for a while that it was going to. So far, unchanged. Yes. Unchanged. The door to the dark side swings wide open. It's great. And we get to see ladies' fineries. Oh, a sexy silk stocking. Do you guys remember that show, Silk Stockings? Oh, I remember that show, Silk Stockings. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is this is where we need the saxophone. Yeah, this should be the Matt. sexy saxophone. All right, I'm on it, guys. I'm on oh, it. Damn on, it! Matt. Like you don't have that. Like like that doesn't constantly show up. I assume that's in your just a YouTube ringtone feed. now. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I just put it in red, and it auto completed to red shoes diary sax music. Sweet. So anyway, silk stockings. So there is a a man in crumpled bed. Uh, in a crumpled bed, holding up uh, a silk stocking, looking somewhat confused uh, and clearly extremely hungover. Mm -hmm. He's doing the classic fumble on the... Uh... <laughs> Every fucking episode. <laughs> Looks like I pounded too many <laughs> Corona lights and gold schlager. You guys, for real, what if we also did a Red Shoe Diary podcast? <laughs> Every Monday, it's Tales from the Dark Side. Every Wednesday, it's Red, Red Shoe, Shoe Diaries. Diaries. It's transmissions from the dark and sexy side. <laughs> it's transmissions from the diaries. Ooh. It's emissions from the diaries. Oh, <laughs> Shocktober. <laughs> Shockertober. All right. Oh, Christ. Um... This he's guy doing, is a mess. He's, he's doing the fumbling on the on the nightstand where he keeps knocking stuff over. Yeah, like he get he grabs the watch, he takes it under the covers, looks at it because apparently that's an easy mm -hmm. thing to do, and then tries to put it back. Fumbles, everything falls off, and we can see that there's like a, a mostly empty bottle of aspirin. There's some Kleenex 
Um, so for a while, I was thinking, like, is this guy just sick? Um, but, like, in the back of my head, I was thinking, like, eh, probably hungover. Well, with that stocking, I was like, all right, he's had quite a night See, I of thought fun. See, I thought that was Kleenex. Oh. Okay. Because, like, it, I thought, well, who knows? Yeah. Matt, did you think it was a stocking or Kleenex? Oh, that he was holding? I yeah. thought it was a lady's stocking. Okay. Yeah, I wrote ladies' fineries, yeah. aspirin. I feel like the director just put the camera on a tripod and gave the direction, <laughs> wake up slowly. <laughs> Whatever that means to you, go for it. Do you want me to take off my stockings? Sure. What? A, just take your time. <laughs> like, we, oh, we really only have five minutes of plot. <laughs> so... We now cut to a uh, a young girl. Uh, how how old was she? Maybe five, six. Yeah, I'd say six. six. Okay, all right, six. Uh, let's all say six, and then we have the mark of the beast. <laughs> six, six, six. Cat's claws. <laughs> you know, you know, it would have gone really great there. I can't do it. I mean, I could, but it would suck. Yeah, I have um, an idea when, of what would go really you... great there. <laughs> No, it was going to be whenever there's a hacker movie and someone gets hacked and then they see the laughing skull. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's that's you didn't live. I don't know. That that was not true. <laughs> that is not a thing. That thing I just did. Not it's, a it's thing. okay. It's okay. You it's did okay. not live. <laughs> you know that video game. Is anybody else's ears bleeding? <laughs> no, that video. It was Pitfall. You fall. You fall into the little hole, and then the little skeleton face comes on and says, "I hate to be the one to tell you this, but if you had plans for later." You should cancel them because you did not live. And things are just very bad now. I remember. And, and then uh, the game would crash because it didn't have enough memory <laughs> for the whole voice thing. <laughs> so, like, it, you had to get good at Pitfall. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I see that you have fallen into a pit. I don't know if you know what happens in a pit, but it's not good. And anyway, oh, God, I hate to be the one to say this, even though I'm a skeleton face. You know, I've got a skeleton face, but I've got a heart. It's just under the screen. Anyway, you did not live. That old chestnut? Crashed. Yeah, as soon as you fell in, you basically had to turn it off. Yeah, to turn it off. Just reboot it. God. Buy another Commodore, I guess. I guess. Just hook them together. Yeah. Let old Pitfall Harry <laughs> get back to the top of those gators. Did you guys ever play Pitfall 2? No. I did. It was way more involved. It wasn't just you. Like There was actually an objective to the game. Like You didn't just constantly like swing back and forth and back and forth. Like mm-hmm. There was a purpose. You had to like go down and climb stuff. It was a... Uh, it was a lot different than the first one. I just thought I'd bring that up. Matt's constant bragging. About <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> All right. So we're in the kitchen with the daughter and the mom. And the mom looks at the daughter, who now has a small little stuffed bear with mm-hmm. her. 
that she's called Teddy. Super cute. Everything's great. Basic name. Well, basic bitch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that kid was some basic. <laughs> I tell you, every child I walk by this morning, I'm like, mm, you basic. <laughs> <laughs> you basic. Oh, leg warmers in the 80s. You basic. Ah, <laughs> oh, you look cute as a button. You basic. You basic. Anyway. Oh, my God. We are so off track. So the mom, the, the mom tells her, well, you can cut coupons and we can go shopping later. Mm-hmm. To which I was... I. I kind of thought that it was it was strange that a mom would let a six year old have like real scissors mm-hmm. and be cutting stuff up, but whatever. I mean, I do remember cutting coupons with my mom when I was a kid. I like it was very fun because you had to like it was a way to practice like keeping mm-hmm. on the lines. Oh yeah, yeah. But I did have the same thought. I wonder they did not seem like safety scissors, but maybe that wasn't the thing you did in eighty five. You just maybe gave not. kids extra sharp ones because they were young and would heal easier. Well, the the kid asked to take Teddy to the store so it can get some honey, mm-hmm. and the mom's like, maybe. I, I get the sense in this episode that the mom did not have a lot of imagination. No, this mom wanted nothing to do with creativity. Then again, no. this mom did not really get a break at all. She didn't no, have she... time to have any creativity. Oh, why is that? Well, let's go into the bedroom and meet her husband. <laughs> oh, you mean the man-child? <laughs> Oh my God! Oh my God! It's I, Peter Pan himself. <laughs> Why, if he could just fly to Never Neverland and leave her alone, that would be a dream come true. In like three minutes of meeting him, she basically calls him a man child. Says, "Well, you know, I'm alone here." Basically, mm-hmm. she gives him some OJ to take some aspirin. He grabs the ca- the carton and is like, "Glug glug glug glug." Like a baby at a teat. Yeah, it w- like and I mean, like he spilled it on himself and stuff. Like he was just, he was a hot mess. I wrote, he's a real piece of garbage. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is a mess. Uh, but like when she went into that room at first, she like could not have been sweeter about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. My sweetheart, Angel, it's time for you to get up. Like I wasn't sure that he was her husband until until she said it. Like, I thought maybe he was an older kid or something. Later! Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) I wrote, at this point, cocaine's a hell of a drug. (laughs) Because the way that they're talking, he he is, like, just a mess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He can't get the aspirin open, so he just shakes it at her. (laughs) You know, (laughs) a thing you wouldn't do to a waitress. Yeah. Well, I think... Decent people wouldn't do yeah. to waitress. Who did that mom look like to you? She was uh, the poor man Sigourney Weaver to me. Okay. Did you have any thoughts, Matt? Um, not really. No. Uh, she was very nondescript to me. To to me, she was um, if the mom from A Christmas Story dressed as Urkel. <laughs> I am sorry to tell you. <laughs> That you have won the game, but also you have not lived. It's not even you are dead. It's you have not, not lived. lived. Your existence is in question. You have not lived. In the kitchen, all of a sudden, the girl screams. 
The mom comes a running. Turns out it's her birthday. And uh, she got Teddy from her dad, who can't remember that she got her. He, he got yeah, her for, a teddy for, for a brief period of time, he thinks that he got her a puppy. And he's like, what did I do? Yeah. Don't you remember you got her a pu- you got her a present? No, silly. It's small and fuzzy like you are when you're good. <laughs> what does that even mean? Oh, well, yeah, because he was obviously not a hairy guy. So she's definitely talking about his dick. Yeah, pre, a little pre-coitus Small action. Furry dick. Yeah. Can't wait to oh. get on that. Oh, I'm sorry to tell you <laughs> that your penis is small and furry. You oh, have, so you have not lived. <laughs> you have not lived. You have not lived until you've tried Chili's bacon bomb rings. <laughs> If you want a real excitement, get yourself a bacon bomb with your best girl. Also, you have <laughs> not lived. Guys, we have to get through yeah, an episode. I, uh, <laughs> what do you mean? We're like we're like 42 seconds into the episode. <laughs> Don't okay, wait. it starts All cooking right. with gas now. Oh. So, she knocks over the the potted plant. Susie Blame, does, little yeah, kid. Susie yeah. knocks over the potted plant. Uh, the, the parents go in there, and they're like, what happened? And she says, oh, Teddy did it. And so they don't really address it at the time. It's just Because like, it's oh, her birthday. No fighting yeah. on her birthday. Yeah, yeah. You we'll can't just, get okay, in trouble on your okay. birthday. She's also like speaking to her daughter in the third person, which is a weird lesson to teach a child. <laughs> yeah. Now, Teddy couldn't have done this because he's a bear, but Susie is a girl who could have done this, and it would be okay if Susie did it. It's like, freaking me out. Just I, look th- at my face. <laughs> <laughs> the father says something useless, and then I write down, Daddy drinks. <laughs> I keep thinking the same thing. Daddy drank. And then they show the bear and make weird. Oh, yeah. What was that sound? Well, th- so that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. About the flute. Yeah. Because I wrote a flute keeps going off. And it's like, what the what the fuck? Well, we'll, we'll find out in a second because that's the act break. And you see the bear and there's a weird... Well, no, they, they, that's, that's when they that's when they put um her they to, put bed. Susie to bed. Yeah, they put Susie, Susie to bed and they read Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Um, and then Susie says something to the dad, and Dad says, "At least someone appreciates me." Yeah, and oh. we all kind of looked at each other, and it was like, "Fuck, what you. a dick!" <laughs> and then I wrote again, "Daddy drinks." <laughs> wrote- you're, you're the only one guessing me because you are. A princess. Also, you have not lived. <laughs> oh, he's a gar- My alternate name for the episode is just Garbage Dad. <laughs> okay. Act break. Now, we come back, and there's... Paws on walls. There's paws paw prints on walls. all over the place. And the mom is, is not happy about this. <laughs> She's There's basically standing right in front of the paw prints with her fingers right up on the prints saying, look at this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dad's like, what's the big deal? She's like, she said, Teddy did it. We have to do something about this. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll clean, I'll it, clean up. it up. This motherfucker has not seen Sponge One in his life. Yeah, serious. Well, 
His idea of cleaning it up is throwing a carton of chocolate milk at it. <laughs> I, uh, I also took note of the hardcore John Carpenter score that's happening now. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there is that real theme happening. Real Stranger Things. So, you or know, maybe, maybe just a little. Um, oh, shoot. I forgot what the Bjork song was. Never mind. Oh, okay. Um, so, the dad totally, totally sweeps things under the rug. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. Um, now the the mom there I mean it just keeps cutting from scene to scene to scene where a lot of scenes are like 10 seconds long something gets knocked over Teddy is apparently the one who did it the mom shakes her finger no 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 now it's dark outside yeah now yeah. it's dark outside and so it's dark outside mom and dad are sleeping on the bed um and mom wakes uh, no, up and she hears something not yet not yet no not yet, uh, because uh, he's mom asleep is up late with a studying burning. Oh, and he's shoot, that's asleep, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. With a cigarette going. on yes. his chest, yeah, yeah. So she she smelled something, right? Or, or she heard a noise, and she was like, "Richard, is that you?" And oh, then she went yeah, in yeah, to yeah. see him, and he's there with just you know a cigarette in his hand on the bed. I at this point then wrote movie. "Divorce City" because <laughs> they are barreling towards divorce. Why did they have to, like? We'll get through this. There was no reason for any of this for them to be this. Uh, I, I have a theory about it, but they're like this unhappy couple. Okay, I do too. all right. Well, then let's. Then I will. I will hold my. But uh, the mom says she keeps saying Teddy did it. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought I have not lived. <laughs> That's my criticism. I need to inform you. I also have not lived. <laughs> When will I get a sexy oil massage by candlelight? Oh, Pitfall Harry. Some of us have so much time, some but a few moments. You maybe were in the middle if you count the middle right now because you have not lived. <clears throat> anyway. All right. Uh, she basically goes, hey, our daughter needs a dose of reality. Yeah, we need to show her what's real so they go to a bearskin rug that he happened to have in the basement yeah i thought this was so weird that i wrote why stuffed bear um because he's like hey don't put your hands in there don't put your hands in its mouth uh -oh. so she immediately does and he's just like rawr, 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 and she's like ah um just Anyway, rugs don't eat people. That's what I wrote down. Rugs don't I eat people. I also wrote down rugs don't eat people. Now go upstairs. Um, I taught her the lesson. Was that what you wanted me to say? So what I, thought was, what I thought was really, really weird is how when he's describing the bear to her, he keeps going in and out of a fake southern drawl. Yes. Yeah. What where was he that? Was, yeah. He was. He's sitting there and he was just like, this bear was in the woods. But then it was fixing to eat a possum. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, right back to just, like, nature talk. And then right back to fucking Pogo or whatever he's doing where, like... Daddy does character work. <laughs> Don't worry. She goes upstairs completely understanding what he's talking about. Got it, Dad. Anyway, I guess I'll put myself to bed. <laughs> Again. 
See you later. Enjoy your power tool safety. <laughs> so the two is this when the two of them start yeah. arguing? Yeah. So the two of them are arguing, and he is using um I forget what kind he's of saw. He's using a bandsaw. Yeah, he's okay, yeah, yeah. He's using a band or a reciprocal saw. Yeah, actually he's yeah, he's he's using a, a yeah, he's using a reciprocating saw. So so he's sitting there and he's just cutting shit on the side of of a table. He's this got is this the most dangerous thing you can do with a saw. He is holding a piece of wood with only his hand. Mm-hmm. It is not on the ground. Like bracing the wood with his leg. Yeah. <laughs> just using his leg as a table on which to saw. And, well, he's, and just, he's, just, he's just shaving off pieces of wood off this thing. And it's like. And You're she's not... trying to tell him that his business is not ever going to take off, basically. He was complaining about her going to get her master's degree or something. Maybe like when that. you get your master's degree, we can get a maid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What an, what a freaking... I wrote, you're a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just... And, like, she keeps trying to talk. He keeps running the saw. Um, and then... Of, oh God, I forget... I think that they just kept arguing a little more and a little mm-hmm. more and a little more. So and that's to, when he goes yep. through and he saws himself in the leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's done talking to her, so he goes back to sawing half-inch pieces off of us off of a rod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it was so weird. Um so he cuts himself and of course he does. Yeah. Um and then she's like, "Oh, are you are you okay?" What happened? Teddy did it. Fuck you. I wrote down, "Is this guy trying to gaslight his wife? Is that what happened? Is that what this episode's about?" It starts feeling that way. I thought at this point I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe Maybe like the the bear is possessing him as well. Like it's some sort of space sickness that he went on a trip. He got this bear, and it's making him be a dick. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so the mom goes upstairs. She sneaks into Susie's room. She slowly pulls Teddy out of bed. Mm-hmm. She puts him on the end of the bed. And his eyes glow red, and you can hear him growling. Like, I thought she was going in there to just get rid of the bear, but no, she was just going to move the bear two feet away from her kid. It was it was so weird. This mom was kind of dumb. Yeah, oh no, no, she she definitely was. Um so she puts Teddy back, and that's when it's those two in bed. Now we right. cut to the parents and in you, bed. Yeah, and you can see the the ace bandage or whatever he has around mm-hmm. his leg. And um, I wrote down, this guy's trying to drink till he dies. <laughs> <laughs> he wants out. It's, it's a yeah, real leaving, leaving Las, Las Vegas, Vegas. with a yeah. bear. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so she smells smoke. She gets up. And Susie is in the kitchen and she's been making porridge. And the mom is like, What are what are you doing? And she's like, Oh, Teddy wanted porridge. And then like I, I think the mom like puts both hands on top of her head. It's like, a real ah! Kathy cartoon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a real act. And then break. and then act break. And it comes back. You probably and now yeah. <laughs> act break. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure you heard that too. <laughs> You uh, have not lived. Sweat drops, sweat drops, sweat drops. Chocolate. 
Oh no, it is bathing suit season. <laughs> I have not lived. Ack. Ack. Pitfall, Harry. You are lucky to be man. <laughs> this return from the act break may be is ridiculous. my favorite. This might be my new favorite moment in Tales from the Dark Side history. It it was so weird. We come back and the mom is sitting on the couch yep. with who she's sitting with. The Irish man who came to fondle the bear. Matt. Oh, you mean Dr. Bear Inspector? <laughs> she's sitting on the couch with gay Roger Ebert as he's as he's sitting there. Poking the bear oh. right in the crotch. Oh, you mean whole- you mean Welsh Bernie Sanders? <laughs> you mean you mean Mr. Whipple, <laughs> whose eyebrows are in his face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him <laughs> sitting there poking him right in the crotch, just over and what over, and like. He's, and I mean, like, he just keeps doing it. Uh, okay, uh, we're going to cut again. Uh, oh, what's the problem? Malachi, hey, so gra- glad oh. to have you on set. Love oh. your brother's books. Hey. Um, uh, you just need to sort of inspect the bear quizzically. Okay. Yeah, you don't need to really do anything with your hands, okay? All right, and let's take it again. <laughs> oh, F- <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Jesus, cut. <laughs> what was wrong with that? Uh, yeah, the, it's the fingers. Uh, again, we just need you to just hold. The hey, fingers. hey, hey, hey. Okay, hey. all right, and take two. Rape, no, rape, stop, stop, rape, stop, stop, stop. Please stop. <laughs> Where did you get another bear? <laughs> I carry another bear with me. Oh, God. All right, well, thanks, Lucky Charms. <laughs> oh, you have not lived. So apparently, this doctor is an authority on magic and on myth. Magic and myth. I was like, you have a master's in magic and myth. And then he says, and I mean, like, I, if I didn't audibly smack myself in the forehead, I at least thought about doing it. Apparently, bears were worshipped as gods, guys. If oh, you didn't know, bears oh, yeah. have strong magic. They have big bear. Has the blackest magic. Magic of Ursa Major is super dark. Mm-hmm. Ursa Minor is just a big bear that got reduced. I don't know why he talks like this when he's Irish, but you <laughs> have So anyway, he he tells her perhaps the bear is making your life unsettled. At this point, throw the bear away. Light all bears on fire. Yeah. Burn this bear, burn your bearskin rug, get it out of the house. Have a bear-free life. Yeah, he tells her to get rid of it and give her something not magic. Something, something, uh, something, a doll. Uh, something. Oh, oh, the creepiest doll that I could possibly find at the toy store? You got it. Yep, perfect. Now, we cut back to the husband in bed, and he is not looking good. He has He's been sweaty. struck with malaria? Yeah. Oh, well, he, he his leg instantly got infected by that cut. Or it's been three weeks. We have no idea how time no, works yeah, in this have, episode. We have no idea. Could be the next day. Could be three weeks yep. later. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing is uh, 
he's still a piece of garbage. He looks at the box and he says, pink, hypoallergenic, it's healthier than I am. And and that's only because I Rose and I looked at each other. What does that even mean? Yeah. (laughs) Oh no, that's because I have this raging staph infection (laughs) that's postulating everywhere. No big whoop. (laughs) We hear another smash. We hear the kids screaming. Wait, the doll talks. If we didn't go into that. Oh, it says, "I love you." Some. It's. It's just. It's. It's dreadful. I, for a second, I was expecting it to say, I'm talking Tina. Yeah. And I don't like you. Yeah. And it was like, you and me both, lady. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the mom runs to the kids' room. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Teddy got mad and just started throwing shit around. Yeah. Little girl's scared. So mom goes, she brings in Goldilocks. She- <coughs> she she sneaks in after she falls asleep because mm. she is there to do the old Indiana Jones switcheroo. switcheroo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There, doll. There. She's pulling a couple doll. of curls off of the doll to make the weight right. <laughs> and switch happens. And then I write charcoal pit and lighter. <laughs> There's where you're going. Well, but she so, doesn't. So this scene was. I, at least I can only hope a direct homage to Living Doll um, because that's one of the things that Telly Savalas does is he takes um, Talking Tina to, I mean, granted, it was the garage and not the basement, and puts it in a garbage can and then puts the lid on and then puts a cinder block over yep. the lid. Um, or what Homer does takes talking crusty, throws him in a bag full of dirty socks, yeah. and then throws him down a bottomless pit. Homer, Homer in this is instance the is the one. smartest person. <laughs> so we have the dramatic garbage scene because there's very dramatic music and she seems very serious about throwing this thing away. Uh and now we cut back to what she's sitting with uh, uh, the little girl is sitting with the Goldilocks doll and they're talking about how daddy is in the hospital. Yep. 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 And Teddy went to the forest and he left Goldilocks. Yeah. Now he's with uh, his, the mama and papa bear because um, apparently they're going to be all be happier and daddy will be back in a few days. Okay. We go to sleep. The little kid screams. She comes running to the room. This doll is fucked up. Oh, yeah. The doll slashes on the face. Oh, yeah. The doll's been cut up. It's it's missing a lot of its hair. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks jacked up. At this point in the episode, it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. from here to the end of the episode actually works. I think it does. Me yeah. too. I, I do too. Um, so the little girl is is freaking out. She's saying that Teddy came in. Went bananas. And so the mom is like, uh, I've got to go check on something really quick. I'm just going to leave yeah. you by yourself. You stay here. Runs downstairs. Doll. Opens the basement door. Runs in. Or basement workroom, wherever. Yeah. Um, garbage can is overturned. Garbage everywhere. Um, hallmark of a bear. Am I right? Total hallmark bear. of something getting out of the garbage. Or a bear. Or a bear. Yes. <laughs> so she runs back up. And now... <laughs> Teddy is on like the end of the bed and it's like slowly like 
You know when you see like little kids playing with toys yeah. and they kind of just move from leg to leg, side to side? Yeah. That's kind of how Teddy was moving. Yeah, it's not like there was another puppet or something. It's not like there was the scary version of Teddy other no, than this just, was like, just shining a this red was light just on these eyes. Fucking a teddy bear yeah. that was being moved by somebody off camera. Right. Um and so the mom grabs Teddy. And is and, really fighting him. And is really fighting him. He he really wants to eat. Either the little girl or Goldilocks. We one got or the a other. two hundred sure. pound marlin on the end of this. <laughs> That's how she's fighting him. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Uh, so she gets him to the little girl's desk. She takes a pair of scissors. Where I was like, I'm actually not sure I approve of this part. And she is just stabbing Teddy in the chest, like the like the perverted Irish guy was poking him in the crotch. Mm-hmm. That's how she's poking him in the chest with this pair of scissors. Um, and I will admit, I thought this was kind of a nice touch. Uh, she pulls and when she retracts the, uh, the blade one last time, you can see that there's some hair coming out of the wound and she pulls it out and it was some of the hair that Teddy had eaten off of Goldilocks's head. Yes. I thought, I did think that was a nice touch. I wish the, um, the bear had bled a little, which I say about every movie. Ooh, with that would have been nice. I, yeah, I, th- I think that it would have been nice to, have it not just be like, oh, okay, this closed mouth stuffed bear yeah. somehow got hair in there. I, mm-hmm. I, I get it. I, I, I understand. Now, she's killed Teddy. I just put on John Carpenter themes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who knows what's going to happen? Hopefully, it's big trouble in Little China. <laughs> <laughs> so. We hear growling now. Now that Teddy is dead and gone, we hear some serious bear noises out in the hall. Mm-hmm. Mom freaks out. She runs over. She closes the door. Now we start to hear clawing on the walls. We start to hear more growling. We've got like POV shots that mm-hmm. looking at the paws, uh, the mm-hmm. paw marks on the wall and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this music's it, really it, working for it. I like yeah. It. And... The uh, the POV of moving through the hallway, coming up to the door, mm-hmm. um, and then the a mom giant and the baby are holding paw, each other tighter and tighter. A giant paw comes straight through the door, and you've got this enormous bear arm um, just moving from side to side. The growling end of episode, but some of the best screams that we've had in the series. Mm-hmm. Because there really hasn't been a lot of scream queens in yeah. this mm-hmm. in this show so far, she she makes me believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a scary bit, mm-hmm. especially because I was expecting that to be the bear rug from the basement, and I was expecting it to just be boy. If you fl- thought that teddy bear was flopping around, wait till you see <laughs> an animated rug. I was wait I was glad that it was throwing a bear rug, <laughs> like just flopping <laughs> like a fish on land. <laughs> I was I was glad that it was an actual like I was bear too. type thing too, though I mean the first second I did think that it might have been the um, the Grimper, but it it wasn't. So. Yeah, there was a Grimper second. watch. Still no sightings. <laughs> <laughs> Grimper um, watch. But uh, I, I honestly really liked that there was no resolution, mm-hmm. and it was just oh they probably got eaten. Yeah, I liked. That oh, too. I wrote bear aside. <laughs> For sure. Like it had a real grizzly man ending. Yep. <laughs> oh, grizzly man. 
Um, so what were you thinking? Because you had you had said that you had a theory about the episode. I have my theory, Matt. You have your theory. Of course. What was yours? My theory was that they like maybe they <laughs> Jesus Take that board away from him, please. Uh, that this episode had so much relationships. Like, there was so much relationship stuff that never mattered. Uh, you think I'm kidding about this Red Shoe Diary uh, <laughs> podcast? I am not. We're You just see what happens. Um, <laughs> it's our Patreon bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think this was some sort of like fever dream. Like it was like some of it was like all in her head or something. And the little girl or the mom, the mom, either she was cracking because she had this horrible life or it was just like the visions of the alcoholic father or something. So see, for me, what I thought is that this was just an allegory for the drunken dad Mm -hmm. um, where, you know, the the dad is out of it most of the time. We mm-hmm. never see when dad is drunk and being either, you know, a, a well, a beast, right? Or or fun dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was what, soft and fuzzy, isn't that what she said? Right, yeah. Um we never really got to see him when he was either of those two things. We always just saw the aftermath. Mm-hmm. Well, we also also only ever saw the aftermath of what Teddy did. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was thinking, is that it m- for everything up until the very end, I thought that this might be an allegory for just alcoholic fathers mm-hmm. or alcoholic parent parents, mm-hmm. period. Um, but then instead, the murder factory that happens in the end, you know, that kind of dissuaded me from that. But, uh, Maddie, what was yours? Um, I, I didn't actually have anything that was that. I really did think it was a gaslighting thing until mm-hmm. the very, the very end. Mm. I thought it. I thought it was like this husband knew he was heading to Divorce City, and he was trying to make sure that he got his daughter, mm. and okay. that the best way that he could get his daughter. I guess it's kind of a writer's room um, mm-hmm. thought, but like the the only way he thought he could keep his daughter was by making his wife go crazy. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, uh, bears. Okay. When she brings over Dr. Bear Inspector, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I thought he was there. I thought he was like a priest or something that was going to exercise, exercise the, the bear. bear. <laughs> <sighs> well, I mean, he was treating that, that stuffed bear like it was a, a priceless heirloom. That he also wanted to fuck. That he wanted. <laughs> that he... Had to get him. He had to diddle that bear. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jen, give us that scale. Uh, How many? um, uh, How many weird squares of wood do you give this? I would cut off six squares of wood for this episode. Six squares, six and a half. Okay. Oh well, I'd, I'd give it five. I, I liked the end, but just the acting was so weird, and so much of it felt unnecessary. Uh, maybe I'm judging it too hard. Like, I don't know, who cares that the dad is alcoholic, and then he's just disappeared? Like, he's, I don't know. Well, I then I guess you're just, it's just to, to set up the mom having to do it on her own. Um, eh, I'll give it, I'll give it five and a half. All right. All right. So that's a solid six. six. Yeah, solid mm-hmm. six. Would you guys recommend this? 
Uh, I think it's another one that if it's on, I wouldn't turn it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not say like, "Oh, you've got to see this episode," because mm-hmm. I could just feel the really. Yeah, that would be mm-hmm. in the person next to me that I was excited yeah. to show this yeah. episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, but this felt like a really like a classic Tales from the Dark Side episode. Yes, it for sure. It was like a scary story told quickly uh, and sort of half-assed. Mm-hmm. Yep, perfect. Because yeah. I think I think it could have been a lot better, but it would have. It would have required less instances of the bear doing stuff mm-hmm. and more instances of them explaining things. Yeah. <laughs> because it was just it it was it was too haphazard. It yeah. was any other writing room um treatments? Maybe if the bear was a computer. Okay, I'm following you. And the dad was um, was a different computer. Oh, okay. Uh, hear me out. Maybe if the dad was an adventurer mm-hmm. that tried to jump over. I don't know, like pits. Yeah, yeah. Mainly pits. Mainly pits. But like, you would also once in a while could there be a crocodile? Yeah, and he would balance on its head. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, but there's always got to be an antagonist. Hmm. And I think. You know, that's a skeleton in a pit. Yeah. Yeah. That just shows up. It goes, ha, ha, ha. Pitfall Harry. It's me, the skeleton. You have not lived until you've tasted this new nutrageous bar by Nestle. It was 85. Yeah. Do you like whisper? <laughs> it's like toffee fay. Do you enjoy PB Max? That's a nineties candy, I know. Yeah, maybe maybe like whatchamacallit. Oh my god. I loved PB Max, by the way. I really What was it a PB Max? PB Max was like this. Wasn't it like pretzel? It was everything. It was a square. It was a sw- it was a big square too. Like a chunky bar? It was it was Think of a Reese's peanut butter cup. I'm thinking. And then make that a square and is give this it a, like is a, this a loose peanut butter cup or <laughs> just like a loose peanut butter cup. Okay. With like a crumbly cracker that is the base, peanut butter on top, crumblies on top, coated in chocolate, mm. flipping delicious. That sounds great. It was awesome. Uh what was the? It was was it Take Five? Was that the one that had like the pretzels and all the yes. shit? Yes, mm-hmm. they still things? make Take they still five. make they Take do? Five. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They have them at the the store right down the street. Hmm. And still make Reese's sticks. What's a Reese's stick? Oh my god, Reese's sticks are so good. Remember those two packs that you used to get from like Little Debbie, that were like white wafers. Yeah. And then there were peanut butter in there, and yeah. they were covered in chocolate. Now imagine you refine that with the finest Reese's peanut butter. Okay, I'm listening. And coated it in chocolate. Really? It's freaking. Oh man, they were delicious. so good. I think they, I think they still make them, right? Because we used to get them at the Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven still has them. Yeah. You can still yeah, find yeah, them. Yeah. Reese's sticks. Okay, I was thinking that it was more like the inside of a Zagnut. Like mm. the what are those like chick? Uh, a chick track? Y- yes. <laughs> You it's know like the, the candy. Paper. It's no. It's I like know the, what a zagnut is. I have yeah. zagnuts at home. Yeah, but there's the zagnut that doesn't have the um, the chocolate on the outside. It's got like oh, coconut. the Clark bar. A Clark bar is a zagnut with chocolate. 
Right. Oh, does a Zagnut have chocolate? A Zagnut doesn't have chocolate. A Zagnut is barren. Okay. Yeah, it's just the filling. But there's another thing like Zagnut that's like in a stick form. (laughs) All right, Sean basically has called us out. (laughs) Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Chocolate Side. (laughs) It's totally fair, Sean. Totally fair. Yeah. All right. All right. You can get in contact with us on Facebook at T from the Dark Side, uh, Twitter at TFTDSPod. You can send us an email at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. I thought you were going to hold my hand. Just you want just want to get through this together? Yeah. All right. Uh, Guys. We are a family. Yes. We are getting through this together. <laughs> One episode at a time. One episode at a time. Uh, oh, we didn't mention our new books. Uh, oh yes i'll grab them yeah you want to tell the story yeah uh so uh friend of the show uh sean Gloren, uh was nice enough to send us uh pictures from the tales from the dark side book that we had no idea existed the novelization the novelization or or, or just uh collections of stories uh that oh, the show was okay. uh that episodes were based on um i was able to uh to score some sweet uh sweet books on uh on Amazon, used obviously. Um, also, but gently. But wait, g- these start. These aren't still in print. No, is that what you're surprisingly? Not. Uh, it also says volume one. Oh, uh, I know. Let me tell you, this is volume one of a one-volume series. So, yeah. <laughs> Asked and answered. Yeah, uh, Sean. Thank God you sent in. You sent over the ISBN number because I would not have found it otherwise. Really? Yeah. It was. Uh, I had to do a deep dive. But you were able to find three copies. I was. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? There's one more thing. Oh, gosh. What was it? It's about... Try to enjoy, enjoy chocolate cake. Close. Try to enjoy a Clark bar. Closer. Try to... I don't en- know I don't know how you can get much closer than try to enjoy a Clark bar. Maybe Zagnut? Daylight? If you're not... Or... Oh, ooh, or, oh. or, 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 or try... To enjoy the daylight. <laughs> Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTDSPod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.